Hey, yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite new podcast, the FYF podcast. Really, it, oh, sorry, the uh, F Your Feelings podcast, a statement that's actually a question about faith, family, fatherhood, friendship, and everything else in between. Uh, once again, here with my brothers, David and Mike, Mike and David. How y'all doing tonight? Man, outstanding, outstanding. I cannot complain about one doggone thing. How y'all gents doing? I'm just blessed. Yeah, man. So, hey, back with another episode. Um, Mike always providing us the uh, the uh, metrics on, on how we're doing on the show. And he was telling me we got listeners in Spain now. And I'm like, what? Like, there's actually people willing to tune in and listen to three brothers talk about random topics. So uh, shout out to that listener in Spain. Shout out to all our new listeners, man. We really appreciate y'all Big dialing fact. in giving us some love man you know um and again man we're always open for feedback we're always open to um new ideas and so you know please feel free to drop us a line uh, again our social media we got a facebook page at fyf pod uh, our email address is fyfpod at gmail.com and you can drop me a line at 407-243-8449 and, and leave us a voicemail man um you know we really want to know uh what you guys think of the podcast so far and, uh, you know, if you have any advice or, or direction that, that you think we should head in, um, by all means, man, we're, we're definitely open minded and, and um, open to uh, any suggestions. So excellent. Um, so today's topic, we, we were just discussing uh, around relationships with the focus on um, those early years in, in marriage or, or maybe you're engaged. Um, and, and obviously we'll, we'll, we'll try to keep it um open, open-minded and look at it from both sides. But, you know, with, with three brothers, we're we going to give the man's, the, the man's view, the, the, the men's perspective. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, with that being said, I think, I think this is a, a an important topic. Um, I got a lot of brothers and sisters right now that's uh, in those first three to five years worth of marriage. And, you know, a lot of people see marriage based off of what they see in me, you know, social media or on the movies or on television. And so you have this depiction that, you know, shit is supposed to be perfect, like coming out the gate. Like you're not supposed to have no problems. You know, y'all ain't gonna fight about dishes or when the last time y'all had sex, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and, and you know, right. it's, it's, it's just crazy, right? Cause like, that's 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 the image that we watched on television or, or maybe, you know, for what you could see through that looking glass, you know, looking at your parents, you know, you probably saw a portion of what their marriage was like, but not the entire thing. And so a lot of a lot of us walk into it sort of blindsided. Right. Not really having a, a true uh, open perspective about, you know, uh, not open, but excuse me, honest perspective of what uh, marriage is supposed to be like. Um, so this this topic is really important to me. Um, I think it will benefit a lot of people. And, you know, the beautiful part about the three of us is that we, we're all married. And, and we've been married for, for a few years. Um, I'm going on 10 right now. So um, I think I, I think I think we got a good topic tonight. How y'all how y'all feeling about it? Hey man, I'm loving it. Um because truth be told, I wish I wish somebody did explain or give me some type of insight on um those first five years. Cause you know, you really getting to know one, you trying to get to know yourself in this new you know, situation. And you have somebody else that you got to learn and, and figure out how to coexist with. So it's kind of weird trying to navigate those pieces and not be selfish and want your way. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I think it's super important. I think um, somebody should give <laughs> write down all their experiences and get get a kids a blueprint. <laughs> you know, when they say, hey, we want to get married and be like, hey, look, look out for this. Look out for that, you know, because. Truly, you know, nobody really talks about it. Um, and then a lot of times we learn um, from what people, from from where people messed up. And we, you know, we, we, I'm not going to do that when I get married. I'm not going to do that in, in this relationship. I'm not going to do this um, in those spaces. And not knowing that you come with your own baggage and your own stuff into it as well. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I, um, I was just sitting here thinking about, like, you know, my own personal walk uh, going into uh, my marriage. And 
I don't know how I, you know, I can't speak for everybody. I mean, I've seen some articles, but nevertheless, I feel like the the hot topic that was really a, a big topic for, for me and my wife in our early years um, was money. Like understanding, like, you know, having the, the, being on the same page about how we view money. Right. And, you know, what a lot of people don't really take into account is that when you're, when you're, um, you know, when you're getting married, right. I mean, you're, you're, permanently attaching yourself to this other person right i mean i i kind of look at it like a puzzle piece right it's two puzzle pieces right and you know there's there's an occasion where you meet your perfect piece to match with right it's like boom y'all in sync everything flows no arguments you know no no disagreements no discrepancies but let's be honest most of us aren't a perfect sync right no so there's gonna be areas where you know it's not going to line up. And I think money is something, at least for myself, where like, you know, I can honestly say for me, early in my relationship, I was trying to like buy a house or save as much money as we could to invest and stuff like that, you know. And and, and I know my wife's perspective was, you know, we're young, we should, you know, live life, travel, have fun. And, and so it caused a big um, ripple um, in our early years um, centered around money. Um, can y'all can y'all talk to that at all? Like like y'all have any um, relatable stories that you could share? Yeah, I hop in. Mm-hmm. So I actually want to take a step back further. I think the first big thing that I was unprepared for was uh, the actual wedding itself, and with the wedding itself brought its own share of problems. I saw a funny. I was watching a, a movie one time. I forgot the exact quote, but. Um, the quote was something along the lines of the marriage is for us. The wedding is for them. And it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like we, we actually had a family situation where, you know, you got family members not talking to each other for extended periods of time because of certain things that have transpired, you know, because that's a very high emotional situation. So it, it was one of those things where mm-hmm. I almost was not prepared for that. It was like, it was like we had a big marriage test before we even said I do dealing with that situation. You know what I mean? So I thought that was, that was interesting. And and, and even before that, um, when Keith was talking about money, um, I have this mindset of setting the expectation when it comes to a lot of situations. So I think also with, with when you're in your first five years, I don't know if, if TV has or society has made us believe this, but I think a lot of us believe that, once you cross that threshold into marriage, your relationship changes. Whereas I believe for me personally, the foundation was already set and the things that change are details. So let me explain. Um, when my wife and I started dating at the time, she was living in uh, Raleigh, Durham area in North Carolina. And she used to attend this church called World Overcomers Church with Pastor Andy Thompson. Yeah, so y'all didn't know I could shout out a pastor too on my Keith right now. <laughs> and uh, uh, Pastor Andy had this. <laughs> no he, he he wrote he rides hard for marriage, but he had this acronym that that sticks with me to this day. Now, mind you, uh, my wife and I just celebrated nine years in September second. So shout out to us. Um, we dated for. I don't even remember how many years we dated, but you know what I'm saying? It's been a long time, but he had this acronym and the acronym is very simple. The acronym is SMIRK, S-M-I-R-K. And these are topics that we tried our best to discuss and understand. Of course, obviously you change and you grow and develop, but the acronym stands for, uh, S is for sex, because these are topics that discuss sex, money, intangibles, religion, and kids. Mm, if you're able to get an understanding of all those topics, that puts you in a better situation to succeed. Because Keith hit on M. That's one of the number one reasons that people are not successful or, or even sex, you know, not just referring to either, you know, high desire or low desire or frequency, but just, you know, what is comfortable to you? What is your style of communication? Your intangibles, you know what I mean? Are you messy? Is that person messy? You know, does this person like to cook? Does this person not believe in cooking? Those are little details you have to talk about. <laughs> are you the person that the 
the vehicle's going to run out of gas and you're just not going to worry about it. You know what I mean? It could be literally anything. And then religion. You know, a lot of people, your your belief system, your core system, a lot of, you know, with our faith background, we talk about it aligning with one another. But that is a conversation that you really probably should have with your person. You know, where do you, where, where's your core? You know, what are your beliefs? You know, how will that, are you able to just co-mingle, adapt that? Because it being different to me is not necessarily an issue, but that's definitely a discussion that needs to be had, especially when you get to K, you know, kids, you know, if you're one faith and your spouse is another faith, do you want them to be indoctrinated in your faith, their faith, or, you know, do you choose? No, we'll let them figure it out on their own. But these are all discussions that, that must happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Uh, I like that. That's yeah, really no. good, bro. I, and I, I like the acronym a lot. Um, and it definitely covers the full gambit. Now, my question is, cause you know, all of us, we um, we got married in, in different you know stages in our life, um, you know, in different parts of our of our journey. I myself, I got I got married when I was twenty three, and so a lot of times you don't have either the knowledge or even sometimes the level of maturity to be able to have those type of conversations at a um, at an efficient level to where you can actually come to come together and agree or, or disagree on the topic. Um, you know, like, I mean, some people say like, like, like if you ask somebody at 22, 23, do you want kids? They're like, yeah, yeah, I want kids, you know, but then by the time 30 hit, it's like, do you, do you still want kids? <laughs> right. Right. Now, you know, life, life has gone differently. You know, certain events have changed, you know, maybe things didn't unfold the way you wanted to. Um, you know, I mean, dude, like, like, like when I met my wife, um, I was 19, she was 18. She told me she wanted her first kid by 23. I said, what? 23? <laughs> 23? Bro, like, I, I, I might be walking across graduation stage at 23. Like, I said, nah, you, 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 you really tripping. Um, we need that timetable to fall back at least five years. And it did. I mean, we ended up having our our, our son at uh, 28. But even oh. then, having him at 28, tell me why I still felt like that was early. Yeah. Like, tell me why I still wish we would have waited just a little bit longer. Um, you know, and so to your point, Mike, I think the acronym is, is perfect. It definitely covers the full gambit. Um, I think sometimes you may need, you know, a uh, uh, a more seasoned veteran <laughs> that's been married for a while to help facilitate that conversation. That way you okay. can have an intelligent, you know, discussion around those topics because, you know, at, at 22, 23, you know, you don't have those answers, you know, or you think you do, right. but are you going to feel the same way 10 years from now? So Absolutely right. not. Yeah. You just don't have those tools in your toolbox yet. Um, just to be very honest. And for me, like, this is my second marriage. So um, I had that screw one up horribly first. <laughs> you know, we we was all over the place. We could, like you say, you, we couldn't figure out money. We couldn't figure out money. We couldn't figure out um, the sex was cool. <laughs> because for a dude, the sex is sex. At that, that point, it wasn't. But me being that young, I didn't understand the intimacy. Um, and the, and the the details of 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 really loving and being with someone, um, but now whenever I came in, you know, I into this marriage, it was a whole different situation because I had a different lens, um, a better understanding of loving me first, and I think a lot of times people get into a situation thinking the other person is going to complete them or the other person love is going to make them better. It's like, no, whenever I came into this marriage, it was like, I'm already loving me. <laughs> I'm already old. So, you know, whenever you come into the, to, to, to my, 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 my space and, and my energy, then you, we, we got you, you got to be whole too, because I can't, I can't make you, um, and that was that was the difference. Both of us understood that one God was first, and that was that that was and still is like 
our foundation, our number one God is first, no matter what, um, money, sex, everything else, God is first. And if we keep him first and now that, that, that was one of the things that, that really drew me to my wife because before we, we wasn't even trying to get together. We was more so friends and it's like, let's pray together. Let's, you know, make sure that we were friends. And we was like, yo, you kind of dope. You kind of, you know, so that those pieces were there. Um, the first five years was crazy for us because even, even the money, she was a lot better with money than I was. And for, for me to back up and be like, here, you run with it. Take, take control of all of that. I don't need to, because I'm going to jack it up. Um, for me, giving, giving, pushing that over to her um, and relinquishing some of the, that off of me was huge because she, she thrives in that area. Um, it has been a bl- big blessing for us. So I, I think that, you know, in that first five years, that was the big lesson for me. Not being so pigheaded and, and arrogant and be like, yo, I got to have everything. I got to make sure everything is in, in order and learning to accept her help, learning to accept the fact that she's, she's stronger in areas than I am um, and really letting her take the lead in those places. Bro, I mean, so to our listeners, like Dave, David said like a hundred good points that you definitely need to hopefully when you listen to this you got a notepad and you're taking notes this man speaking like a veteran um but the one thing that stuck out to me that and i literally david i literally just had a conversation with a friend of ours and i was literally telling her the exact same thing your spouse does not complete you yeah that's not their purpose their purpose is not to complete you their their purpose in life is not to make you happy all the time like that's not why they're there. They're supposed to compliment you. Absolutely. You guys are supposed to work side by side together and, and, and conquer these endeavors as, as one. But you're not supposed to rely on each other. You're supposed to rely on God. Right? Absolutely. And, 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 and you know, if, if y'all don't take away anything else from this discussion tonight, please, please take away that because I think that's, that right now is toxic in a lot of relationships, especially early relationships. And to your point, David, like you learned, you had to learn to love yourself and to, in order for you to really love someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to be comfortable with who you are as a person to where you're not looking for this other person to bring you joy. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Super important um, uh, point that, that you made. And I just wanted to put some emphasis on that. So also, I was going to say within the, the, the first five years, for me personally, was actually very trying. Um, imagine this. You're in those first five years and then you have a situation happens. My situation happened to be uh, I was unable to find a job. And they're just trying to navigate that process. Um, I had moved. We'd moved uh, to a different city, a different state. And, you know, sometimes those are challenges that occur. And, and it happened to turn out to be an extended period of time. Um, during that time, I also dealt with heavy bouts of depression. So it was, it was a challenge. Uh, one of the blessings of that situation is I had to adapt. You know, I had to be flexible. Um, I actually picked up skills that I didn't have before. Um, going back to what Keith was saying about uh, you, and, you and your person being a compliment, I had to then basically go with the next man up mindset. So like, if I'm here, you can only apply for jobs so many times per day, so many times, yeah, per day. But what are you doing in those other, other, other hours, minutes, seconds, um, finding different ways to benefit my household. So for me during those periods, um, I, I picked up cooking, you know, that's something that I wasn't, I was decent, but I actually became a lot better in it. Um, I picked up um, things like even just trying to help my wife have a better day when she walked in, just less things to think about. So I, I think that was the, the whole point of all this that I'm saying is within the first five years, a lot of times you don't expect life changing situations to happen. That one was an extreme, was not an extreme case for me. That didn't, that didn't happen until year seven, but we'll come back to year seven at another point. But 
the point is sometimes your expectation and reality don't always align. And a lot of the, the, the things in marriage involve being able to overcome situations. For us, our base was, was the Lord, being able to lean on the Lord to, to help guide us and give us strength. And it also took a lot of work. I think that when it comes to relationships, I don't think that, I don't think relationships are hard. It just takes work. It's a lot of work. And if you have a mindset when it comes that working is a part of the job, then, then you'll make it. And, and, and it's not that necessarily, I think it's not hard. I just think that sometimes we make it a lot more complicated than it should be, or even has to be. I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. Like, Marriage is work, man. You got to work at it every day. And some people get so comfortable and complacent to where, you know, you forget the small things. You know, you forget to to be compassionate about, hey, how your day was, you know, or let me, you know, let me, let me cook you something. Let me, let, the, the small things that you used to do coming into it. You know, the first year, two years, and then now it's, you know, Y'all in a groove and you forget those things. And I and, and and to be very honest with you, as as the years go, it becomes harder to, you know, go back and remember those things that that made the other one happy. And even you you begin to change. Like that five year, that five year barometer is like you're changing now. You go into a whole different mindset, a whole different stage. I, I always say that. Every five years, every five to 10 years, you, you, you move to a different stage in, in life. So you get into a whole new marriage, you know, that you're dealing with because y'all are totally different people from when you started. So I, I think that, man, just being cognizant of the every day to day, working on it, learning something new about them, you know, they might find a new book that they like. And I might not get, care five farts about the book that she liked, but guess what? She like it. So I'm going to be like, yo, babe, what's good with the book? Right. I might read the back of it so, you know, I know somewhat what's going on. But just the fact of me being interested in trying to get into her world um, makes her happy and gets her and allows her the opportunity to share her world with me and vice versa. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. I mean, you, you really have to take an interest in what your spouse's, in, you know, interests are, you know, and, and really put forth the attention, um, you know, that's needed. You don't want to come off as like you don't care. Right. You know, you, you definitely want to show that I care about who you are as a person, what things that interest you, what are your hobbies, what do you like, what do you dislike? And to your point, Early in relationships, you know, a lot of dudes, you know, we're real good at spitting game. You know what I'm saying? We, we know how to say the right thing. You know, we, we like you said, you, you know, you might cook or something, you know, and, 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 you know, forgive, you know, listeners, please forgive me for even saying this, but in them early, early dating stages, you know, a lot of us just trying to get pussy. I'm just being honest. Right? <laughs> We're just trying to get laid. Right? Like if, I, if I'm being real, you know, we're just trying to get laid. You know what I'm saying? But but what's crazy is that Honest. what 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 got you to be able to lay down with her, that's what you got to keep doing, even even beyond that. You, you feel me? And she wanted to do it too, though. Women women be on the same stuff, true, bro. Like true. I mean, they be on the same joint. Yeah. That's a good point, bro. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, I, I feel like some of my female friends, if they if, if they was honest with themselves, they was horny too. You know, they, yeah, they was horny too. But 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 at the same time, you know, like like I said, man, like the, the smooth talking, the you know, cooking dinner, or you know, coming up behind her and just holding her, squeezing her, or kissing her neck. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not doing those things in like year five, year six, year seven, you know what I'm saying? Like it you almost feel disconnected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day routine where you focused on the kids or you focused on the job or you focused on the house. And it's like, you just, you're slowly slipping away from what y'all used to be when it was just the two of y'all. You feel me? You know? Absolutely. You, you're slowly disconnecting from one another. Exactly. You know, you you and 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 really, man, you you will mess up 
if you're not careful um, in this thing, man, you'll end up being in the house with somebody um, and have them there, but you're still lonely. And that's on that's on both ends. You know, that's on the male end and the female end. Because, you know, y'all y'all live in two different lives. Um, if, if you're not careful, and that's why a lot of times you get to the end of the road and the kids move out and everything happens and then you sit there and you don't know each other. Right. You know, you may like, it's, it's the empty nest syndrome. It's like, no, you didn't take the time to love one another through all the different stages. So now you really got to deal with each other. Um, so yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a daily work. Like for real, you know, um, simple things, right? And it, it don't even have to be, um, the big, big grand things. Like I'm, I'm sitting on 13 years and our cool thing now, I, I don't like TV, but I sit there and watch the, <laughs> the, the, the little shows or whatever. And, um, I'm finding myself just, just her presence, just being with her. Yeah. Just being there with her and understanding what she's talking about. So now our conversations are different. Now we have fresh conversations that we're talking about. Um, really mean the world to me now. Man. So, you know, not not being being simple, sat, uh, you know, soft about it. You know, it's just that's 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 where I met in, in life. It's like, yo, that's that's my best friend. That's my ace. If I got to chop it up with somebody, you best believe I'm chopping it up with her first because um. You know, that's that's who I got. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, that's that's and, and that's who it affects first. So just having that that thought process and not being that egotistical, tough guy, beat my chest, I run everything, man. Um really, really, really changed the, the trajectory of of our marriage and, and and where we are, you know. Yeah, man. And you know, you you mentioned those conversations like communication. I think communication is is everything, bro. Like, and, and and you know, sometimes some people struggle being completely open about yeah. you know how you're feeling on a topic in a relationship because you don't want to offend that person or you don't want to make them upset. And so, what happens is you end up holding it in, and then it just sort of like festers and then blow, blow up. up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. you know, that's 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 definitely something that, that that we had to deal with. Um, the more open you are with each other, the more you can communicate with one another, one another um, I think the better your relationship should be, you know? Bro, like to be, if I'm keeping it 100 though, I, like, I love watching old couples, bro. Like old couples, especially like- Man, come on. Bro, cause like <laughs> they are so open. Like, you know, they, they will just straight up tell each other, hey, cut that shit out. I don't like that. I don't like that. Like. Bro, I remember my dad. I, my dad was telling my mama one time, like I think she had like braids in her hair or something, and he was like, "Don't come home with that shit in your hair no more." I like perm, straight hair. <laughs> he was real about it though. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, and it, in he my opinion, he was dead ass wrong. He was, he was wrong, but 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 but, but, but he, he won hundred. Like my mama mm. never had to guess how my pops was feeling. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. Like my mama would, would tell my dad, like, "Hey, I don't like that." Like, 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 like you need, you need to cut that out. You know what I'm saying? And, and to me, you know, on the outside looking in, you may think it's harsh, but it's real though, you know? And to me, the more real conversations you have, the closer you going to be. So the better you are, the better you are, bro. Cause and that, that's the beautiful thing about it. They at the point we ain't beating around the bush. I love you. We going to be together. So, Hey, I'm going to tell you exactly what I like. Exactly. Because I'm not finna sit here and play and act like I like it and beat around the bush and sugarcoat. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> why? Why am I going through all of these different ways trying to soften it, babe? I don't like it. That's that's not it. That don't do it for me. You know what I'm saying? And like you say, vice versa. She look that didn't work, bro. You right. You got to trim the beat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you're not running around here looking like Duck Dynasty. Right. And you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, bet that don't no problem. But to have that, here, here's the thing, man. We play this, play this game all the time, like trying to soften it up and 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 make it politically correct with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like this is the person that affects everything in my life. Yeah. 
literally. So I got to be able to talk to her and be very honest with her about whatever it is. And it's funny, bro. Like when, when, when she hit 40, when I hit 40, it was just a whole nother thought process. Cause it was like game on, like straight up. This is what I like. Don't go buy Christmas stuff. Cause I don't know if I'm going to like what you getting. So, <laughs> yep. so here, and with, 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 with doing that, it gave both of us the real opportunity to learn who we authentically were yep. instead of trying to guess and this facade of what I think you, you was this way five years ago. So I'm going to keep doing what you like five years ago when she done moved on and she liked something totally different. Right. So those, 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 those pieces, man, we, we got to get to that point, especially in marriages and being honest and being open um, and being vulnerable yep. with your partner, literally, because they literally affects everything, bro. Yeah. And you know, we you gotta have the uh, a the compassion, and then b the um, really. I, I won't say I, I'm struggling with the word, but essentially, lower your pride and actually listen to what your significant other is telling you. You know what I'm saying? Come on. That's something I struggled with. That's something I struggled with early. Like there were, there were some things that um, we had conversations about that she had been telling me for years and bro, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to hear it. You know, I mean, mentally I wasn't in the greatest place, you know, so that definitely didn't help, but I realistically, I just didn't want to hear it. And it wasn't until I addressed at least my mental state and got in a better headspace that I could finally hear what she was saying. And then I started, you know, taking action and things got significantly better. So it's, uh, it's important, man. Extremely important. Communication. Man, man, I tell you like straight up, <laughs> this is the, like for, for me, this is the best phase I've ever been in, in, in marriage, Same. man. Um, just being in tune with her um, and what she has going on and being able to help her with what she has going on um, change everything. Yeah. Like we talk about grown man gifts. I don't have no problems with grown man gifts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't have no problems with nothing. <laughs> if I want to go buy something, it's like, yeah, baby, okay, cool. Do the, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm also, it's like, hey, you know, but I had to get to a space where I was into her. Right. I was into her intimately, like just texting her during the day, hey, babe, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the way home. You want some, let me stop by and grab you something. Right. Something so small as that, like, wow. For her, ah, he's thinking about exactly. me. Exactly. He's trying to help me out because my day might be stressed out and I'm trying to get to the store and don't have time. So I take that off of her plate. Yeah. And now being in the place where I am, it's like, I want to take as much off of your plate as I can so that that, that time that you was trying to worry about that and use that and spending doing that, then guess what? Now I occupy that time. Absolutely. Now I got time. To, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you're not, now we, 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 we on the same wavelength, grown man, grown woman time, all, right, right. all of that's working together. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It ain't, I'm too tired now. It's like, Hey babe, look, right. <laughs> that time. let's go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You ain't got no excuses. I cook dinner. I wash dishes. I bathe the kids. <laughs> they in the bed. Right. I don't want to hear no excuses. No, I'm just playing. Mop the floor. We good. It's all clean. We good. Right. We good. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> But but yeah, man, like th- those are those are the those are they that um for me I think that that's been the whole paradigm shift for me um in this stage in life, in this stage in marriage that it took me a while to get here. Um it took me a a, a long time to get here because I was so focused on building a business, making sure the finances was there, making sure all these other things was there, but I wasn't making sure that I paid attention to her intimately. Um, And that, that changed that, that, that's a game changer. Like if I had to give somebody, you know, that, that five year, make sure you, you you always um, checking in, making sure that 
um, through the midst of the changes, you talk about them. Yeah, man. You know, y'all, y'all, that that's that's more intimate than anything. That's more intimate than sex or anything else because um, we're building that. We're building it for, for them. It's a build up. So we building that to where you know, whenever I want it, you know, yeah. that's that because I put I I, I I put so much into you know her emotional bank to where now I got I could I could, dep- I could pull some stuff out from it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Make them withdrawals. Um, yeah. Yo, have y'all ever taken the love language test? Y- y'all ever heard of something like that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What about you, Mike? I read the five book. love languages. I have the book, and I ain't gonna lie, I never read it. Not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, bro. I mean, it's um, it's interesting. Like, so it talks about yeah. like, like, like David just mentioned it, the five love languages, and um, I can't even spit them all off off the top of my head, but I know at least for me. Mine, my, my top two are um, surprisingly touch and like words of affirmation, you know? Yeah. And the only reason I bring it up, bro, is because I was recently at work. We had to do this training where, you know, it, it talked about interaction styles, right? And so the lady that facilitated the training, she made the point that you, you as a team, you need to understand, A, what your preferred interaction style is. And then B, what is the preferred interaction style of your team members when you talk to them? So that way you know how to talk to them. She used the um, the uh, the uh, saying that, uh, you know, we always say treat others the way you want to be treated. But she flipped it and said, treat others the way that they want to be treated. They want to be treated. Absolutely. So it, it, it forces like you to not only understand what you want, but then understand what your significant other wants and be able to love them the way that they want to be loved. Cause real talk, like my love language is not the same as my wife's. And so if I hit her with what I like, she going to be like, she's just not going to be happy. <laughs> just, you know, just keeping it 100, you know, um, you know, my, my wife enjoys acts of kindness and showering of gifts and just quality yeah. time, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, not necessarily touch. Like, you know, and, you know, when I say touch, I mean physical. You know, obviously sex. You know, kissing, whatever it may be. Like something that, um, you know, requires two people to be intimate in a in, in a touchy feely setting. But, you know, all in all, understanding the love languages, I think that's an important uh, thing for a lot of young couples to take away to um, understand what your significant other. Uh, prefers and to cater to that, you know, and not just come at it from your, your own angle. So, you know, I heard, and truth be told, man, like you got to keep checking in. My bad, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Um, it, it just goes back to uh, a bit of advice I actually heard from this couple. I forgot who actually said it, but they asked, it was a couple that's been married for a long time. And they said, Hey, what is the secret to your success? And the person said it's it's very simple. Uh, oh, it was Rev Run. Don't be selfish. And if and if you frame a lot of your actions and your thoughts mm. to not be selfish, it all relates back to that. Back to what Keith just said about if you try to hit your your spouse with your love language and it's not theirs, they're not going to receive it the same way. And and it forces you to adapt because so so Absolutely. don't so don't be selfish. Um, you, you, David, were talking about really being in tune and in, and in touch, you know, with, with, with your wife and, and what she's going through in her situations. And because you basically, you, you weren't selfish, you were able to take that time and get to know those things that she's interested in. And to me, that's one of the, the, the basis and the pillars of a relationship, you know, in addition to being open and being honest and being thoughtful um, it's it's being not being selfish. Yeah, I agree, man. No, like the the selfish thing, and you know, and it's funny because we're we're in a in a time period in society where everything is about self, right? I mean, you yeah. you got selfies, like all the social media, like but <laughs> like I'm talking about everything got to be flicked up for the gram, you know, just to get a like, you know, or love, or you know what I'm saying, like. And so, how do you combat that in a relationship? Like, how do you shift? your mindset to not just focus on what you want. Like, 
you know, I was I was telling my homie, you know, he we were talking about marriage, and you know, he he's been married for I think two years, and you know, I, obviously with men, sex is always going to be a big topic, and he was just like, yo, you know, we ain't getting it in like we used to, like real talk, you know, like what what you know, I don't I don't know what to do, I'm frustrated, and I said, bro, like you know, don't get me wrong, like I I feel you on where you're coming from, I can I can definitely relate. You know, we definitely had those spurts, but then at the same time, bro, like, ask yourself this, what could be the catalyst for why that's not happening? You feel me? Right. Like, right. legitimately try to take a deep dive and investigate what what the real reason is. And, and, and sometimes it's not going to be that apparent, right? Like, a lot of us, we see symptoms and we try to treat symptoms, but we're not treating the actual problem. You feel me? Right. And- and, right, and that takes work, right? I mean, to your point, David, that's a lot of talking it out. That's a lot of conversations. That's a lot of uncomfortable conversations to, to work it out. But once you work it out, I promise you, you're going to be happy with the results. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Now, and I want to go back to the like love languages, um, words, affirmation, gifts, acts of service, quality time, physical touch. And for me, I was still stuck on my wife was was um words of affirmation. And for me, I was always telling her she's beautiful, she's smart, like, you know, even even our kids got you know, words of affirmation. When my wife had switched to quality time, so her love language totally switched on me, and I'm still doing you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I'm still affirming. I'm still telling you, you know, hey, you look good, girl. Come here. You know, right. and she was like, nah, I need your time. Mm. She's like, nah, that I need your time. And, and back then it was like, yo, I need you. You you working. You working too. <laughs> I need, I need, I need time with you. And oddly enough, soon as I shift some things and was able to spend the time, whole nother world. Oh. Whole nother world. Now, the funny thing is now it may shift again. But now I'm in her world to a point where it's like, you know what, now if it does shift, we could have the conversation about it shifting and we could transition into that that area together. Instead of her moving into another love language and I'm still stuck on the first one that she was still in. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Like, I mean, to... What you said every five years, right? Like you feel like every five years, people enter in a different stage in life, and your wants and needs change. You know. Oh yeah. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Now my my I I, I can honestly relate. My wife definitely, she she went from like showering of gifts when we were dating, but once we became married, like it's all about quality time. Like we're like I could I could buy my wife like a diamond necklace, and she gonna be like, what I'm supposed to do with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. she like, this ain't, that's not what I want. Like, I want us to go on a trip, you know? Right. I want us to go on a trip with the t- me and you, you know, let's drop the boy off with the grandparents, you feel me? Like, you know, or, you know, she'd be like, oh, I want to yeah. go out. I want to turn up with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she wants to do something with me, you know? And, um, yeah, man, like that, 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 that shift occurred, you know, I mean, to, to, to Mike's point, we, we celebrated nine years in June. And Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Man. And um, yeah, man, like year nine is a lot different from year two, from year three. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I tell everybody just hang in there. So I want to say also one of the things that I think is key is continuing to date your spouse, continue to study them. So that you're aware of these these things that are, you know, coming along the pipeline. Oh yeah, and I and I think it, it goes this, the both ways though, um, because before my wife she was not interested in music or cameras or anything of a sort, and it's, it's it's super cool when she's like, "Yo, I saw this new guitar coming out or whatever," and it's like, "Yo." You, that <laughs> you know, I like I didn't even see it, and and just her me me realizing that she has taken the interest because 
she know that I'm making making deposits and trying to make sure that I'm keeping up with her. She's doing reciprocating um, the energy that I'm putting out, and that's that's important as well. Now, let me ask you all this, man, because like this is mm-hmm. something I was literally talking about this with my wife this morning. You know, and I'm just keeping it 100. Like we at one point we operated on like a tit for tat sort of like, I guess. Uh, frequency right like like it was almost like we we each had like our own whiteboard and we was tallying well i did this and then so that means you need to do this you know da, 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 da. how do y'all feel about that bro like i told her like i said yo like it's gonna be peaks and valleys like some days i'm gonna be doing a lot for you some days you're gonna be doing a lot for me i promise you it's gonna balance out if it's imbalanced we need to stop come together talk it out and figure out what we need to do in order to, to to, 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 to not feel like we're unappreciated, you know, by the other person. But I think the tip for tap thing can sometimes be toxic. How, what, what, what's y'all take on that? Mm. I, I, to be honest, man, it, it goes back to like what you said, Mike, you know, we're run. Don't be selfish straight out. Don't be selfish. Like, at that point, if I'm just doing it just, just tit for tat, then guess what? We're not going nowhere. What are, what are, what are, what are, what are we, like we say now, what are we doing? Right. You know, how, how are we solving the problem? How, how, how are we growing? How are we being better? So, and if, it, and if we're not doing that, then that's the point where we got to come back and be like, hey, look, I love you way too much to be going back and forth about you know, you left the toilet seat up or whatever it is. What's the bigger issue? <laughs> what, what, what's, what's the real problem? Where, where, where are we? Like you said earlier, a lot of times we arguing about something that happened two months ago, but now it's come to a head and we at this tip for tap place. Right. And it's like, no, I love you too much to even be on surface. We, we, we're deeper than that. So let's get to the bottom of our emotions. What, What's wrong? So that we could fix we could we could fix that. And if we could fix that, then we don't have to worry about none of the rest of this mess because we fixed the foundation. Right. I, I agree with that. I also think that a lot of times when when someone is feeling something or experiencing something, we can help calm the situation by just acknowledging the way that person feels. Let's acknowledge it mm-hmm. and allow people time to process it their way. You know, I'm going to bring full circle. Let's go back to communication. Um, For us in the first five years, we struggled with communication in the sense that we didn't know how to disagree with one another. Our styles of communicating were so different that if, if, if I were to say something or, you know, it wasn't received the way I intended it, instead of me being defensive, I could have just taken a step and say, you know what? I'm sorry. It didn't come out right. And then allowing her the opportunity to process it the way she processed it, me process it the way I process it, that we can come back later and 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 have a discussion. Um, so yeah, so that that's that's kind of where I think that all of these things uh, come together. Another point that I wanted to make is um, continuing to have interests outside of your relationship. Come on, and and also supporting your your person with their interests whether they're new or different you know like dave said we we can use an example of, of, of tv like when my wife and i got together truthfully uh i know i may sound like i'm just so, so uncultured but i never watched home shows i didn't watch you know those types of home building shows development but when i saw that that was something she was into i was like you know what let me at least check it out and understand it so now we're in a situation where i can have legitimate honest conversation with her and i enjoy it not just because she enjoys it but i enjoy it for myself as well but on the flip side you know again just studying your person being active in their lives having something of value that you can bring to the situation absolutely that's dope yeah that's dope for sure yeah you gotta you gotta take you gotta take interest in something and then you know because like once again it kind of brings me back to you know, your, your significant other can't be your whole world. Like, you feel me? Like, you you have to have your own individuality, your own life. Um, 
I mean, obviously, yes, when you become married, two become one. I do think that certain activities should be incorporated together. You know, like like there's certain things yeah. that you should definitely want to do together. It could be, you know, exercising. It could be, you know, um, maybe a show that you guys both like watching or maybe, you know, like you mentioned date night. I think date night is extremely important, you know. But at the same time, you know, you should still individually have your own interests to where um, you don't lose who you are as a person, right? You know? Oh, yeah. So, no, I, I agree with that 100%. So. Oh, yeah. For me, man, I got a question. I got a huge question because this this was something that me and Nick was talking about the other day. Um, and for us, like finances, for us, how finances are together. And it has always been to what we brought finances. All We don't have separate bank accounts. Right. Now we have bank accounts, but we're they're ours. Mm-hmm. This new thing, man, like, I have a friend and they have separate bank accounts and they like, no, this is my money and I pay this bill. And that. and I, me, I struggled with that. Right. And, and when we was talking, I was like, bro, like, how could y'all be one? And this is just me. How could y'all be one and on one accord? And y'all, y'all need left hands and y'all got separate bank accounts. Yeah. No, I feel you. That don't, like that don't don't make sense to me. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna shoot this disclaimer first and foremost. Everybody got their way of doing it, so I ain't stepping on right. nobody's toes. I do, <laughs> I, and I get that. But but it was just it, it and for me, man, it was it, and I wanted to bring that to the square because you know what I'm saying that 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 does have goes along with this whole marriage piece, man. Like yeah, you know, it don't work for me. That that won't that would never work for me. Yeah. But it worked. I guess it worked for them. I mean, it works for me. Honestly, it it works for me, and I'll tell you why. Um, We have we have uh, we have we have a joint account. We also have individual accounts. Uh, We both have access to each other's accounts. But I think also probably the biggest reason being is um, one: we got together later. You know, once we already had a lot of established things. You know, I didn't. We didn't get together till. We didn't get married till our thirties. You know what I mean? So we had already established yeah. our ourselves financially, individually, so on and so forth. We also have different ways of attacking uh, strategies. My style of organization and hers are totally different. So not to say that, yes, technically it is all one large pot. It's just categorized differently. So yeah, I, I, we're not a like, okay, well, you know, this this is you and this is me. Nah, we it, it it appears separately, but it's still all the same pot. We still have our same discussions of what is allocated towards this or that or this or that. It just comes out of a different a different section, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Go ahead, go ahead. And go ahead, for Keith. me, I'm I would say I'm a hybrid. So, like to to Mike's point. Um, you know, me and my wife, we have a separate account for like, I call it personal spending, right? Um, yeah. or, 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 you know, my slang term for it is knickknack money. Like, like that's like, oh, you know, she want to go to the store, she want to buy a shirt, bomb, she going to swipe a debit card. Or, you know, I'm I'm out, I want to grab a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, you feel me? Like, let me just swipe my debit card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. but to David's point, our savings account is, is, is joint. Our, we even have Same. a joint checking account for Same. our bills. And see, that's like big money. Yeah. Like we, we like that piece. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. even bro, like even recently we've been doing um joint credit cards. Like it's it's crazy yeah. now. Like if if one of us act crazy on one end <laughs> with the car, it affects the other person's credit score. Exactly. And vice versa. Exactly. Like yeah. everything is is getting so merged together. It would like like if you know God forbid, and I don't ever you know obviously, I don't wish this on anyone, and I don't foresee this happening to us. But if we ever tried to split, bro, it's gonna be nasty because it's everything is connected, like everything, yeah. you know. So yeah, I mean you know, and, and to me, to your point, David, if you all in, you know, there's certain areas again, like once again, I, I believe in individuality. I believe in everyone having their own space, both in finances, both in personal life. However, 
a, a, a good chunk of you, I'm going to say a solid 80% of you needs to be fully committed. You feel me? You know, that way yeah. when people see you, like when people see me, they know that it's not just me. It's me and my wife and vice versa. Yeah. When they see my wife, they know they're not just talking to her. They're talking to me as well. You know, we're one in the same um, individual characteristics, right? You know, but at the same time, as far as a, as an operation, we're moving as, as one unit, one company, one, one sound, one beat. You feel me? Right. Right. Now, I, man, for real like that. Now the way that you explain it, Mike is beautiful. Like I get that. I could understand that piece, but the way that it was brought, it was like brought to the square. It was like, yo, no, everything. And I'm like, everything. Right. <laughs> and I'm like that. It, that that was tough for me to swallow because, like, for me, like you, like you say, every, with us, everything is so intertwined to yeah. where we don't. We we at that point now. It's like, okay, Lord, this is it. So with that being it, everything is intertwined to where, like, now you we together. Yeah. <laughs> when we said to, we check out of this camp. We structured it to, I don't have no, I don't have no plan B. Right. <laughs> no, I feel you. It, 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 it ain't no plan B. It's like this plan A is plan A and we going to work this thing till the wheels fall off it. Yeah. Um, I will say this also. But that was how it was. It was oh. just interesting. Um, from a, oh, no, go ahead. Man. I actually used to follow some, uh, some, some popular financial analysts and that is something that I've read more, multiple times from different sources that, you never consolidate your funds in a marriage. And that that is that's really the mindset that a lot of people are coming from. <clears throat> Whereas And that's that mm-hmm. new age thinking though. Yeah. That's, for me, that's like crazy, bro, because like how could you build really for me and the way we structured our house, our business, we parallel our our, our, our credit and everything to where we, we balance each other. Mm-hmm. Say if I'm gonna buy buy a property this year, buy a house this year, then I'm clearing her credit that next year so that whenever we want to come back and buy something else, we buying it through her. Right. Like we, you know, what I'm saying we just parallel each other's money like that. But this new age, like, don't ever combine is that's 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 weird for me, bro. And I'm sorry I cut you off. I messed my bad. But that's what people are teaching these days, and I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Oh man. You know, no worries. Um, but yeah, ser- seriously, I've I've read that for years. But you know, the the cool thing about all of this is you definitely have to find out what strategies work for you. Now, I will say this also, not not to go pro separate all your stuff, but um, in true FYF fashion, I'm I'm gonna bring it home. I think that you also have to be aware of your your partner's strengths and 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 limitations. You know, what about those couples where you have one partner that is not as financially savvy? You know what I mean? You 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 might have to say, listen, you need to you need you need to take that fifty dollars or whatever it is and, and just put it in the small pot. And once you run out of your your, your cash, it's a wrap because we gotta pay these bills. So so those are <laughs> I know that's that's an extreme scenario, but you know it's real. It's totally real. No, but that's life. That's honest. Yeah, that's and that's 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 honest though. You know what I'm saying? Like so that that that's I, I'm glad that I don't have that problem. Yeah. Uh, but for somebody that does, I could see where they would be like, "Yo, nah." Um, or even have, and, and for me, I would think that if that was my case, putting measures in place to where you can't mess up something that so bad to where we lose everything. Right. Like, to be honest, my the first marriage is like, yo, I had to make sure things was set up a certain way to where they can go blow a whole bunch of stuff. True. And they still managed to, 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 to tear up a whole bunch. But just having that, 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 that mindset. And, and I was all in with that. I just, I, I'm, old and I, I learned like the man go make the money and then you know the woman distributed or whatever mm-hmm. and 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 with me being 
in the space that I'm in, I want to make sure that I'm doing having everything set up correctly. Now, if somebody that they, they can't handle money um, or could drastically change the trajectory of our legacy, then that's 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 man. I, I would they would have to put some type of measures in place. I, yeah, I, I have no issue with putting measures in place. I have no issue with the person who has the strength to manage the finances to to perform those duties. What I think every couple should take away with if 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 the responsibility f- falls on one individual full transparency is the best way to go in regards to yeah. making moves right like the last thing you want to know is that yo my significant other is managing these finances and i don't know what account is in i ain't right. I, don't, I don't know how right. much we got like you know i'm only give it given an, an uh, allocated amount every week and you know anything beyond that, I have no knowledge or recollection of of of, of where the money is being um, distributed. So to me, if, if you're gonna do that, you got to be transparent, right? Like even even if you're oh, gonna, yeah, it has to be oversight, right? Yeah. yeah. E- even if you run in everything separate, I think I think transparency is still key, bro. Because like to me, I don't know, and then this is just me, and I ain't trying to once again, I, I ain't staring the pot, you know, but. <laughs> Yo, if you hiding money, and for me, yeah. if you hiding money, that's like what else you hide? Yeah, yeah. What else you hide? <laughs> like you feel me? Like you know? Like yeah. I mean, if you if you legitimately got another account and you got more than, I'm gonna say, if you got more than a band in that, I'm gonna be like, yeah, you up to something? You up to something? You feel me? <laughs> Because you could have just told me, you could have just told me, oh, oh, we saving for this. Oh, oh, I'm saving. Yeah. Oh, I really want this outfit. Oh, I really want this purse. Oh, I want this car. Okay, bet. Like, you know, I can even help you, you know, but 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 when you're yeah. doing it on the side, on some slick shit, no, nah, bro, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't fuck with you like that, babe. I'm just being honest, babe. That's just me. <laughs> Let's go. But see that, those are the conversations that have to be had. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is stuff that ain't, ain't nobody saying, right? You know, because truth be told, a lot of women has been taught, baby, you better always put you some money up somewhere just in case something happens. Right, it's true. Yep. So you already got one foot out now, the door, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's the way that I'm thinking. Like, hey, look, if you put money up somewhere, then you already gone. Yeah. But, but <laughs> my issue is, if 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 you gotta do that, then why even say I do to begin with? Big facts. I don't know. I, I think it goes back to people being willing to do the work on themselves before they bring somebody else in and not putting that person on a pedestal like they're their God. You know, like we talked about before, in a relationship, your person should be your 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 complement, not a supplement. Right. Since, right. since we on that, I want to say this, uh, just level of transparency. I have a very unique relationship with my wife. She and I were friends for a very long time. So... <laughs> I had to tell one of one of the people I went to school with on Facebook, like, bro, don't 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 try to say any of the stuff that I can say. I said my relationship is different. You know, I, I support marriages, support homes. Don't try to talk crazy. But <laughs> I have a level of communication to keep the scene. I have a level of communication with my wife that she knows I love her, but I have the ability to tell her when I don't like her. I don't. You know what I mean? And and I think that yeah, yeah that may sound extreme and crazy, but. That's the level of transparency that she and I have. You don't, I don't always have to like her. She doesn't always have to like me. Yeah. There are times where I'm like, listen, I'm not really feeling you right now. I need to go chill by myself for a little bit and not be back. Right. But I, th- I think that you have to, you, you have to use a certain amount of vulnerability to get to that place. Now, from a cultural standpoint, not just uh, whatever culture you're from, it may, it may not be comfortable for men to do this or it may not even be within your culture for a man to be able to go to that place of vulnerability to express how he's feeling. Because as we all know, as men, there's only one emotion we're publicly allowed to express and that's anger. That's it. That's it. So, so even with that, you know, times have changed having to learn to adjust to uh, being a more rounded person. Um, Later episodes, hopefully we'll talk more about parenting and, and where this will go if you're not able to express yourself and, and the effects that it actually has on your children. So, so later episode, I'd love for us to, to chop it up and discuss that. 
Absolutely. That that's that's a relationship. That's that's a friendship. Like if you know, I, I, if I can't tell you how I feel about you, then you know, there's a problem. Like I love you, but I ain't always gotta like you. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Right. You know. Right. So yeah, man. Hey man. But that's 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 big. It is. It is, man. Hey man, it's always a pleasure. Mike and David, man, I felt, I, again, man, like I, I love our discussions, like they're super genuine. And um, I really do think that the topics that we uh, discuss really are, are gonna make an impact in somebody's life. Um, and, and and apparently quite a few considering our, our listeners. And again, I, <laughs> shout out to, again, all our new listeners, man. And even our old listeners tuning in uh, since day one, you know, dealing with <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, Sometimes sloppiness, but nevertheless, you know, it's always good content. You know, we we try to come up with, um, you know, when, when we come together, man. I, I, I appreciate y'all brothers again for coming in on, on this episode and, uh, you know, looking forward definitely to, to the next one um, as, as we uh, continue down this sort of series um, in regards to uh, relationships. But um, just to wrap us up, man, again, all of our listeners, please drop us a line on our Facebook page at FYF pod, uh, feel free to email us at fyfpod at gmail.com or you can drop me a line on our voicemail for, at 407-243-8449. Again, man, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in and God bless. Y'all have a good one. God bless y'all. Be good out there.